You're listening to the C-Plan Do Show with Gary O'Neill. All right, here you go. And keep the chain. <laughs> Future Fumble. Fumble. <laughs> the Junkin Master. Junk again. <laughs> I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Drinkin'. I'm drinking. Drinkin'. I'm drinking. I'll get grappled And I'm a ram And Red Bull And you see let me heart full Them want me get awful Like them on the dance I'll get grappled Me start the day with a flask I'm buried with ice in a glass That's a light can't find me my last Buy me one a liquor Come here me one boss Drink for junk that me endorse uh. After the flask then we move to the court Tell the bartender the bill restart Walk on the rub me use wash off me heart If you hide and drink I'm drinking rum and Red Bull And you see let me heart full Them want me get awful Like them on the dance I'll get grappled And I'm a rum and Red Bull And you see let me heart full How much can you drink? Them get awful Like them on the dance I'll get grappled You wanna know what I'm drinking? What's up everybody? What's up? Happy Tuesday! Yeah! Woo! Welcome to the C-Play Do Show with me, professional life coach, business coach, relationship coach, serial entrepreneur, Gary O'Neill Jr. Please don't forget the junior shout out to Pops. Woo! Hopefully you had an amazing Tuesday. Shout out to everybody watching right now. Oh man, I, I so appreciate everybody who tunes in. At 7 p.m. all the time, man. And ready to offer this fire content. Shout out to everybody watching right now. Shout out to everybody watching it on YouTube. Hey, guys. And shout out to everybody that's listening um, on the stream or any one of the streaming platforms. So hopefully you had an amazing Tuesday. Hopefully you had a great Memorial Day. Uh, I want to definitely make sure that we take time to... Uh, think about and honor the people who make the ultimate sacrifice, all of our soldiers, all of the people that were in the military that gave the ultimate sacrifice. So hopefully you took time out yesterday and thought about them. Um, Hey, it's the last week of May. So we're we're trying to get out from everything. Uh, Hopefully you're staying safe. You're staying uh, protected. You're staying out of the way. All right. And so hopefully you guys uh, were gearing into June. Summer's canceled. Okay, so I did like 18 sit-ups within like from January to like March. Like I did it for nothing. Like it's over now. So like, come on guys, like summer is canceled. Like, I don't know, like we're we're done. So, you know, but we still want to make sure we stay safe. We stay out the way. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be out from under this pandemic sometime soon. But we want to make sure we're safe. I want to make sure that we we leave out and we go and... Head on out and be safe, uh, you know, before we really officially open outside. Because once outside opens back up, I'm going to be out here. I'm going to be out here. So I know you're going to be out here too. So, all right. Uh, let's talk about episode 16. Oh, man. look, Listen, man. We changing the content here. I love being able to have different conversations with you guys. Uh, and so let's go into episode 16. And shout out to everybody who's watching right now. Um, let's go right into episode 16, the future of childhood. 
Okay, or oh, child support. The future of child support is the name of the episode. And so, you know, now I've created a new content opportunity. So here's what I do. Let's talk about the appetizers and let's talk about mm, the, the entrees of the evening. And so the appetizers, we're going to talk about the recent versus battles. So, you know, uh, Beanie Man and Bounty Killer faced off. And then you had 112 versus Jagged Edge. I'm going to talk about those two. I'm going to talk about The Last Dance. That is the Last Dance series that was on ESPN. So, so good. So really, really good. I had a really good, a great time streaming all of them. I was like really not productive and just really got those 10 episodes out of the way. And also the entree, the main event. Tonight we're going to talk about, the again, in, in the future of child support, we're going to talk about child support. All right. And so... You know, I'm definitely looking forward to having this conversation with everybody because I have my opinions. I'm pretty sure you have your opinions. And so guess what? We're going to make sure that we have a good time and have this open discussion about things. And that's what you get on this show. You get conversations about anything and everything and all of this stuff matters. So can we get right into the C plan do moment of the week that is sponsored again by Heart Savers Maryland. Heart Savers Maryland is your is Baltimore Maryland, D.C., Virginia's best CPR training facility. Currently, we are offering uh, virtual CPR, which is online training where you take it online. And then when you get done, guess what? You get your skills reviewed live by an actual instructor. And so make sure you if you want to sign up, you know, actually, I'm starting to open back up with some of the training. So make sure if you need CPR training, if you don't know how to do any of the skills, things can happen. Make sure you check out Heart Savers Maryland. That's Heart Savers, S-A-V-E-R-S-M-D at gmail.com. Or you can contact Heart Savers Maryland at 443-602-0648. All right. So make sure you check that out. All right. Today, the the C-Play Dude Moment of the Week, again, sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland, is entitled 4 for 4. So I just want to give you four really quick tips so that way you can be your best self. All right. So I want you to commit that starting tomorrow, you're going to do these things. Number one, wake up early. All right. Wake up early. Okay. Number two, work harder than yesterday. So wake up early because we want to start that day rolling. Okay. I love getting up and it's, and it's early. Nobody's up. I like it's still in the air. I love it. Want to make sure that you work harder than yesterday. So you know what you did today. Tomorrow, I'm going to need you to go to the upper room. I'm going to need you to take it to another level. Okay, so take it to another level and work harder today than yesterday. Okay, all right, exercise. Now, if you're like me, I started working out. All right, I've been doing like jump roping and I'm going to start walking around the lake. It's a lake near me. And so just take a couple of moments out of your day to work out, to exercise. Now, I didn't get a chance to work out earlier today, but when I get done this show, I'm hitting my workout because I need that to be a thing because this summer's canceled. But if I start now, whoo, baby, by 2021, like I'm just, I, I'm not, see, I ain't even do that. See, I, this, I ain't even gonna wear this. This is not even, I'm not even gonna have no C Plan Do merch on. It's just gonna be C Plan Do tank, to, tank tops or, or C Plan Do tank tops. Or I'm just going to get C-Plan do tatted, like right here, and not wear a shirt the entire show. That's going to be it. So uh, let's start making sure we exercise starting now. All right. 
And also another really, really good one is make time to read every day. Okay. Now use audiobooks. That's not cheating. Use an audiobook if you want to do that. But here to foe for foe. Give me give it to you one more time. Wake up early. Work harder than yesterday. Exercise and make sure you take time to read every day. That is your seed plan do moment of the week. All right, sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland CPR training. All right. So let's get right into, so you see I played Beanie Man earlier. You know, when we have these verses, I like to play both artists. So guess what? Can we get right into our song of the week sponsored by Greenlight Entertainment, Living Dangerously. That's Bounty Killer. Let's go. good show so yeah make sure that was your seat plan do song of the week living dangerously that was Barrington Levy and Bounty Killer bah, 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 bah. my hands are bleeding right now all right just want to let you guys know all right so that is your seat plan do song of the week sponsored by Greenlight Entertainment guess what things are gonna be open back up if you are looking for amazing DJ services make sure you check out Greenlight Entertainment Check out greenlightentertain.com and currently right now, if you mention this, this uh, commercial, guess what? You get $100 off of any DJ package. So make sure you check them out at greenlightentertain.com for all of your wedding, your school events, any one of these type of events, even right now, offering a plug and play. So if you're having some type of small event, small, all right, and you need music, but necessarily, not necessarily DJ, guess what? Take advantage of our plug and play system where we have an amazing quality uh, sound system, a iPod with hours and hours of customizable music just for your event. Guess what? We come in, we set it up, we leave, we come back when it's over. All right, so make sure you take advantage hitting up greenlightentertain.com or 443-602-0648. All right, cool. All right, we got the commercials out of the way, right? And also, if you ever want to do a commercial, if you ever want to have your stuff read on this show, let me know. All right, let's get into our appetizers. Bah, 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 bah. I'm going to do that the entire show. All right. All right, the appetizers. Let's start off with verses. All right. Charlie said she still hasn't recovered from the battle. I know. 
I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to be. I'm never phony. I want to make sure that I'm always 100. I almost didn't watch this episode. I almost didn't watch this battle, but I had to think about my show. I had to think about my fans. I had to make sure I had content. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and watch it. All right. I was already nervous when I saw two DJs. They had an entire show. Before it started, I was like, yo, it's supposed to start at 8 o'clock. It was like 9.30. I was like, come on, guys. Come on. And when I saw those two DJs and I was like, surely nothing will happen with two DJs. You know, I got trust issues and, and sometimes versus feeds into my trust issues and I got to work on that. But yo, the show was great. Like that was the biggest vibes of the entire, all of the episodes, all of the songs, uh, you know, all of the battles that we've had outside of Erica Badu and Joe Scott, like that's a different type of vibe. But they had the biggest, bop, 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 biggest vibes. They had biggest vibes, man. Big vibes, big vibes, big tune. They had big vibes. Listen, they came out the gate. They came out the gate. That was such an amazing battle. It wasn't even a battle. It was just such amazing music to be able to listen to that music. Certainly big vibes. Big vibes, big, big vibes, man. All right, high energy. You know, I was concerned because when I saw Beanie Man's pants, I did not know if that was going to be uh, a handicap or will that be cheating? I didn't know. He was grinding. Oh, y'all, but y'all know when he started hitting them moves, I was copying him. I can't wait for outside to open up because I'm going to be doing all of those grinding that notation that when he was doing like this, I can't wait. I can't wait. Can't wait for the next club to open up. Can't wait. All right. So, again, the biggest vibe of all of the battles had a lot of high energy. I really, really liked it. Man, it was so fire. Mm, 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 mm. All right. Crisp, crisp, crisp audio. Teddy Riley. Crisp audio. And you know they was fired up. All right. Crisp audio. I was like, dang. I know Teddy Riley like, hey. Hey, what they, what, you know, what, what, what kind of system they got? All right, crisp audio. They were going back and forth. I mean, oh my gosh. I, I, I wish, the only thing about it is that I was jamming, but I wish I knew their catalogs. Like, it made me realize, like, I really don't know a lot of their songs as much. Like, I was waiting for the hits, like, you know, like Girls Them Sugar and some phony stuff. Like that stuff that, you know, that's, that's commercial hits. But I was like, man, that's a lot of songs. I was like, okay, all right, I'm catching a vibe. I can't sing along, but you know, I'm nodding my head and it was great. It was a really, really good, uh, really, really good, uh, show. All right. I'm going to lower this down a little bit. All right. Um, wild moment of the show when the police showed up, guys, yo, the police showed up. First, Bounty Killer out of there. <laughs> that man thunderclapped out of there. He was out of there. That was the first thing I noticed. And I was like, wow, he was out of there immediately. So that was funny to see that. And, you know, Beanie Man, like, are you going to be that guy? Like, you, the whole world is watching. You going to be that guy? And I was like, dang. I was like, please don't let. Something happened, you know, where 
you know, something like they stopped the show or whatever, but that was such huge energy. But when the police showed up, I think we all knew that Bouncy Killer has warrants. Because you didn't even see him. Then when, when everything was gone, Beanie Man was like, all right, come on back out. He was like, oh, me dangerous. Me dangerous. No, nah, you ain't had the energy when the police showed up. You ain't have all the energy. You ain't have all that smoke. All right, you was out of there. Okay? But it was really, oh, man, I really, really enjoyed that episode. So, you know, how did you guys feel? You can comment below how you felt about the show. I thought it was fire. I just wish I knew all the songs. Like, I was like, okay, let me hear Levin Dangerously, Girls Dev Sugar, Rum, you know, Rum and Red Bull. I was like, all right, cool. But when they played the other ones and they were just going off, I was like, okay, all right. Okay, guys, I got it. All right, I know it. So that was really, really good. All right, cool. So, big vibe stuff. Big vibe, big tune. And I was reading, like, some of the comments, and I was like, Look at everybody. Now they want to have the Jamaican flag, the Jamaican the Jamaican flag emoji in the comments. Shut up. Everybody not from there. Just because you ate Red Snapper and you like oxtails uh, doesn't mean you're from Jamaica. Uh, next time I'll just at myself because that's I like both Red Snapper and uh, oxtail. So I shouldn't have outed myself like that. I apologize. All right. So <laughs> that was a, such a good such a such a really really high energy like even at the end i watched it to the end you know like it was good like it was it that like i'm really really versus like timberland and swiss have done such an amazing thing with what is happening and i really really love it like i love you know like just taking a walk back into time and being able to listen and being able to just vibe with everybody and just saying, yeah, man, that was good. You know, so really, really good vibes. Really, really good. I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I, from what I saw in the comments from everybody posting about it, you know, it was good. So um, shout out to them. All right, so we got Beanie Man and Bounty Killer. We got them out the way. Now, I know you have been waiting for my crystal clear, deep analysis of the next one that was on Memorial Day which was Jagged Edge and 112. I know that since they've been doing this is, I know you guys have been anxiously waiting for my analysis on that. Uh, Can, the shout out to Can. Can says, Versus is a saving grace right now. Absolutely. Right? Like that's something I enjoy on a Saturday when I realize I'm already washed up. I'm just sitting home on a Saturday. Man, they start playing that stuff. It's good. We we all get to connect. We all get to vibe. We all get to just be around and be able to comment on something. And it's great music. So I really, really enjoy it. So back to my crystal clear, my sparkling analysis of Jagged Edge versus 112. Are you ready, guys? Here it is. Nope. Didn't watch it. No. I'm not doing it, y'all. I'm not doing it i'm not we're not gonna play me like that okay i'm not doing this all right i did not watch it guys sorry y'all can fill me in but when i cut it on i said you know what i gotta do it for the show no i'm not doing it man i'm not i'm no no i'm tired i'm tired of the bs rashida said it was bs i agree I cut it on for two seconds. 
And you know what the first thing I saw? Freezing. That's what I saw. Right? No. We're not doing this. Bounty Killer Beanie Man had a whole reggae fest. They had a reggae gold 2020 show. And where are these guys at, man? First of all, Ragged Edge. Yo, what's going on? Why? Why? Why we can't? Why we can't? First of all, Ragged Edge, right? Like, y'all just sitting there too cute. Like, like y'all, see, I, 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 no. Y'all too cute right now. All right? Jagged Edge, can we be honest? Y'all ain't got that many hits to be doing it. I'm a DJ. I know all the hits, okay? So, so many times I can keep playing, keep playing Let's Get Married, the remix and the original, okay? There ain't really too much else popping after that, all right? But they got good songs. 112, though? Come on, guys. You're not doing this to me in 2020. Coronavirus, Kobe dying, we got uh, murder hornets. No, we're not doing this. What was the other part of 112 doing? We didn't even have 112, we had 56. 56? Slim ain't even slim no more. What? Yo, Yo what we, I, I, I want to fight. So I don't, I get that. I know, I know that, you know, of course people are going to say, hey, they had some contractual issues. No one listens to, no, what, what contractual issues? All right? No, I'm tired. I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. Everybody got a whole week. Hey, guys, help me out here. They have an entire week. Like, guess, you know what we can do? Great, a great, somebody posed this, somebody posed this to me. Really, really great idea. They should just have rehearsals. Because this is a concert. So they just need to have commercial. They just need to have a rehearsal. Let's just do it. So that way we can give the people what they want. Because this is, in essence, a concert. You're giving us a concert. This is what I don't want. Only you. Then keep sweat coming out of nowhere. Sir. First of all, let's get Keith Sweat in the, in the competition. But then I thought, well, could we do that? My favorite song is going to be... It's not going to be nobody, but y'all tell me what y'all favorite, y'all favorite Keith Sweat song. But Keith Sweat didn't even look like Keith Sweat. I was like, who was this guy? Just popping up. All right. Charlie said they were all looking like my drunkles. Absolutely. Like, I, I, I no, man, no, no, we can't do this, y'all. We can't do this. We can't have poor audio again. My nerves is bad. Okay. When I saw... Beanie Man and Bounty Killer, I saw them two DJs and I was like, yo, please, man, don't, please, no, I can't. And it was fire. Light us up, light us up, light us. I was like, man, it's killing it. I watched the whole thing. All right. Rashida, that's my favorite song. Make it last forever. Make it last forever is my favorite Keith Sweat song. But Keith Sweat just showing up out of nowhere like, hey, y'all, what y'all doing? Y'all, what, what is going on here? Why we gotta do this? Can we can we have, bring it in? Come, can we have a conversation? Why? Why do we gotta do this? This this when I saw it, you know what I wanted to do? Remember the remember remember uh, remember Cuba Gooding Jr. and and Boys in the Hood when he was fighting the air? Like I get it now. I I get it. 
I get it. I get it. But you got to have some pride, man. 56 out here. 113? Ain't no more peaches and cream. Now we got, now we got peaches and rock. Come on. Oh, speaking of which, hold up. Let's wind it back. Wind it back. Wind it back. Yo, I know y'all peep Diddy with the advertisements. I know y'all peep Diddy <laughs> with <laughs> that, that. That's the guy. Because as soon as I saw the product placement of the Ciroc, I said, yeah, we're going to be talking about Ciroc tonight. <laughs> Diddy did not care what time this started. Because if you're like me, you showed up at 8 o'clock, maybe 8.10, you know, 8.10, right? And all I saw, when I saw them Ciroc bottles come out, I said, Diddy don't care about who, what time it started. He just was looking like, oh, what time is it? Oh, it's 8.45. Dumps some rock bottles out there. That was it. He didn't care. So I really like that. They had, you know, I don't know if you remember, but in the, in the, the dancing, and somebody, they both grabbed the Ciroc bottles. You know that was in the concert. You know that was in the contract. You know that Diddy was saying, hey, and y'all need to grab them bottles. Yeah, both of y'all, both of them. Yo, oh man, Candace is saying 113, unbelievable and unforgettable, forgivable and un and forgettable, forget about it, all right, so I'm, I'm tired, man, I, I just want, that's all I want, I want quality sound, a quality playlist, making sure that it's apparently in St. Louis, that it's clear skies, making sure that Tyrone is not by the phone, he can't use the phone. All right. Can we just have it just like, can we just have what we had in Jamaica? Can we just have that? That's all I want. I just want really great music. The one time is super, super fire. I don't even know all the songs. I don't even know all the songs. I got to be all fake. Red Snapper. Red Stripe. Jamaica. Really? <laughs> but I have been to Jamaica a couple times. But not like Jamaica, Jamaica, like the resorts, like <laughs> just the resorts. I ain't been to real Jamaica. You know, I just start saying stuff like shot us. What, sir? <laughs> just start shouting out random, random uh, Jamaican movies. So it was it was so good, man. Uh, the Beanie Man and the and the Bounty Killer was so good. And then we just fouled it up, man. We just, we just, why? I really feel like Charlie Brown and versus and the music product is Lucy with the football. Like my nerves is bad guys. Okay. Now I don't know. You guys can let me know if they already set up a next one. Uh, so I'm looking forward to whoever it is, but my, but just again, as I, as I just, let me just reemphasize my analysis on Jagged Edge versus 112. No, that's it. Figure it out yourselves, guys. I'm done. That's what's going to happen. If we have another uh, versus and they mess up, I'm not talking about it. All right. I'm cherry picking. All right. That was fun. That was fun. But it was, but it was, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed what I saw. All right. So let's talk about uh, if you had a chance to see it, 
the 10 series episode, the 10 episode series of The Last Dance, which highlighted the Chicago Bulls, their last run when they got, they got six rings, their last run, that whole season when they were watching, um, when they were going through that documentary. And guess what? Again, we're here on episode 16, The Future of Child Support. And guess what? Share this right now. Share it right now. If you're watching on YouTube, I need you to hit the subscribe button. If you're listening right now, if you're watching this on Facebook, I need you to share this to people so we can always have this conversation. We're family here, okay? We're family. All right? Light us up! Light us! I, I feel like I got five more in me. All right? I feel like I got five more. All right? How many, do I, how many more can I do, guys? Can I do five? Just let me know. Let me know. This is what I want you to do. Put the Jamaican flag in the comments so I, so it lets me know I got five more. Okay? All right. So the last dance, uh, they documented the Chicago run um, when they got six rings. And so I'm just going to run down how I feel. All right? First, it was amazing, man. Like, being a basketball player and somebody who's played basketball for a long time, like, it was amazing to watch. It was an amazing show of determination. Uh, it was amazing on the, the amount of grit that you saw within the show and how people really responded on this run, on this basketball run, right? Like six rings, like Michael Jordan to me is the greatest of all time. I'm not saying that they're not amazing people, but to me, it's going to be one Michael Jordan and then it's everybody else. You know, I like Kobe. I would say Kobe is number two, Right. I, I'm not comparing Michael Jordan to anybody else. The only person that we can compare is Kobe and Jordan, and that's it. They even sounded the same. If you really go back and listen to the, the show, they if you close your eyes, you don't know if it's Michael or Kobe. All right? There we go, Charlie. This is marketable. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you. All right? So, it was an amazing show. All right? <laughs> um, here's a couple of things I took from it. One... We already knew how much of a killer Michael Jordan was. You already knew how competitive he was and how driven he was. We already knew. But seeing him and how he had to go through certain things was really, really uh, great to watch. And it was really great to see how devoted he was. You know, you got to have that level. Uh, you have to be able to have that level of, uh, you know, grit, determination, you know, never, never say never type of mentality. And we, and we got to see him with his mom, you know, with his family. Like it was really, really good. Like we got to see a whole bunch of people, uh, be able to talk about and share in these experiences and get different, uh, get different perspectives. You know, they had a whole bunch of them. All right. So I was really, I really, really enjoyed that, seeing that, yeah? Um, oh, man. Uh, I was, here's the biggest thing, and I wanted to make sure that I, I, I wanted to make sure when I wrote it down what I really was upset about. I wanted to make sure I was in tune with my emotions and feelings about the biggest thing that I was really, really upset about and that was how envy and jealousy really killed this whole thing. 
how envy and jealousy really, really killed this whole thing. And that was really, really, it was, it was really unfortunate to be able to see, you know, how people and their feelings and how people really, really, you know, really just didn't want to, didn't want to care about the overall goal of winning of championships. Okay. Jerry Krause. Oh my gosh, man. Jerry Krause. If you watch it, short guy, hater, man, egotistical egomaniac, man. How do you, before Michael Jordan got there, y'all didn't win anything, right? I could have played for them. And Mike shows up and you get all these rings and if you watch the show, even when Mike got on the bus, you got uh, Jerry Krause, which is the general manager, just looking at him. Like, what is the problem? And it's just really disappointing and really, really, it, that was the saddest part of the whole thing outside of, you know, um, Jordan's dad getting murdered. But just being able to see how this one short guy felt a certain way because he was short, had his own insecurities, was an egomaniac, and he only wanted credit to go to the organization and not the coaches. I mean, and not the coaches and not the players. Like, I ain't never seen Jerry Cross on the wing. I ain't never seen him post up anybody, little pick and pop, all right, little pick and roll, all right? You know, I ain't never seen him, you know, shoot a three in a corner. I ain't seen him, where was he at in game six? Huh? Where was he? Sitting down. Watching, like all of us, okay? So the fact that the killer of them continuing the run of championships was killed by people's ego? And that's ultimately always going to be a thing. I'm going to do an episode later on um, before the end of this season. Uh, tw episode 23 will be the last uh, episode of this season before we start the next season. But... Jealousy and envy kill everything. It's a disease. And just to be able to see that this man never was happy. He never, uh, he never really bought into it. Now, don't get me wrong. I will say this. I feel like that could have been killed by just having a conversation. Because I can understand he's the one that brought the coach, Phil Jackson, on. Put him on. And then I guess he felt like it was a certain thing. Like he felt a certain way about it. So I do understand, you know, if he felt a certain way about what was going on, then I understand how, you know, perhaps, you know, he felt, you know, he was upset. But that should have been something that people should have had a conversation about. And that should have been something that, you know, moving forward, that should have been something where, hey, let's just let's what's the ultimate goal here? How can we win? What can we do? And it just was really unfortunate because I feel like they could have won more. They could have probably won two more. But then when you talk about money and you're talking about, oh, everybody is saying, oh, it's going to be a whole bunch of money to bring people back. Even Jordan himself said, y'all could have just did this for one year and people would have signed. Who, would, who wouldn't have wanted to sign for one year? Who wouldn't have wanted to sign? So it was really upsetting and, and unfortunate that they only stopped at six. And that reminds me of when Shaq and Kobe they could have stayed together, but ego getting in the way. Okay. And how many times have we seen in our life 
where things have have went south because ego, jealousy, envy gets in people's way. And if you are a jealous person, you're listening to this right now. Stop it. All right. Jealousy is the feeling and unattainability. And I promise you as a life coach, you can get whatever you want. All right. Today, I, I, I want a, I want a pickup truck. Like I want a big, like F-250 or something like that. Well, I want a pickup truck. Now, if one of these uh, companies wanted to sponsor, they want to hook me up with one. They hook me up. My neighbor has a truck, right? It would be crazy for me to have resentment for him because of something that that man has. I don't, I'm good with my car, but I know I'm like, you know what? I want to, I want a, a, a nice huge truck. Because I ultimately want, I want the room. I want the space. Logan is big enough now. He can sit up front with me. You know, we, we're good. I can go do these things. So even if I go, I, me seeing that truck, I can have that truck. If I see somebody that's super in shape, why would I be jealous of that person? Because they're in shape? Do some sit-ups. Do some push-ups. Go do some jump rope. All right? Wrap the canvas down. Great, great personal trainer. All right? But ego is a killer. And ego has never, it's one thing to take pride in what you do. Okay, you can have pride in what you do, you have confidence in yourself, but ego, jealousy, envy. If you go, if you watched it, go and look at how every time Jerry Krause just looking at them. And I'm not gonna lie, Mike didn't help the situation either, guys. I mean, Mike is 6'6, six, six. I'm 6'8, six, Jerry Krause is all but five foot nothing at all. Okay? And you're watching it and it's like, it was one scene where, J- where Jerry's at the water cooler. The water cooler is bigger than him. That's crazy right there. The water cooler is bigger than him. And I guess he took some vitamins or something like that. And Mike rolls up on him and is like, oh, hey, are those, uh, are those pills keeping your, your hype? And then he said, are they diet pills? Because Jerry Krause is sort of a heavy set guy, fat, heavy set guy. And I mean, I, that, that wasn't cool. Right. Like they shouldn't have done that. But ego, jealousy, you know, hurt feelings. You could just see it. And I just am disappointed knowing the story now because we didn't know these things. Looking at the story now and knowing the story now. Yo, they could have won like two more. We could have got two more out of the way. We could have got two more. But and what can you do? You know. So I was really disappointed in seeing how Envy killed that. Um, Rodman's story actually had me shed a tear. Because you can see that Dennis Rodman's portion of that, he was up and down with his emotions. You know, it's, it's, I root for Dennis Rodman. You know, Dennis Rodman was one of my favorite players on the Bulls. You know, getting those rebounds, Hall of Famer. You know, he did what he wanted to do. He worked out. Like he was, I have his book in this house right now. Okay. Let me see. Do I, I, I see the book right now. I got the book in the house. It's called Bad As I Want to Be. I'm looking at the book right now. You know, and I really appreciated him, but just realizing that he was very unstable mentally, you know, there was a lot of things happening there. And when uh, Scottie Pippen was out and Jordan got Rodman right, he was on board. But then when Pippen came back, he was like, oh, I'm just a third wheel. And then next, you know, he just wilding. Now, I say all that to say, I ain't gonna lie, like Dennis Rodman is the GOAT. When I really think about it, this man in the realm of playoffs left to go play wrestling and came back on a, on a jet. Yo, like what? I did think Mike, Michael Jordan was going to murder him for that. 
But it was cool. But seeing Rodman, um, the up and down of his behavior, sort of out of control, it, it just was unfortunate because it just seemed like, you know, he could have just directed his energy. Um, the saddest part of the entire movie was when Michael Jordan's dad died, was murdered. And when Michael uh, went to the finals and on Father's Day, when they showed him at Father's Day, he was crying. When they won and he was on the ground in the locker room crying like that, I shed a tear. And I already knew the story. Been seeing it millions of times. So it, it was tough to see that. Um, it was it was tough because, you know, we got Michael Jordan as such a huge competitor, but then turns around and then, you know, he's he's fragile like anybody. You know, I love my dad. You know, and it's just, it was just unfortunate to see. All right. Okay. Uh, I really liked how they were able to get Michael Jordan in the interview. I didn't think they were going to be able to do it because, you know, he got money so he could say no. We seemingly, we have a new meme now. So then we're going to talk about that in a minute. All right. Um, but a couple of things as we move on to our entree of the evening. One, Michael Jordan, relentless. Like he's the goat for real. Two, yo, Michael Jordan was definitely snitching, y'all. Like, Mike, come on, Mike. You telling people you walking into to rooms and people doing all these things and they're doing lines and all the stuff like that. Mike, Mike, Mike. They Somebody should have, Mike, Mike. Drink your Gatorade and mind your business, okay? That's what she, that's what he should have did. He should have said, do, 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 and just, you know, hummed the, uh, the Gatorade commercial or, or looked at the script for Space Jam 2 or something. But he should have been not saying all that stuff on the, on the show. And I was like, oh, wow, he's snitching. Um, yo, I know you guys laughed at every time they handed him a tablet. Every time they handed my man a tablet. Hold on, I got to make sure I cover this. So yeah, okay. Oh, oh, oh. They handed my man. I can't even use this because they don't pay me to do that. Every time they handed Mike a tablet, they're like, here, Mike. Mike looking at it. <laughs> Laughing and everything. Like, I was rolling. Netflix is petty for that. Every time. Gary Payton talking about, oh, I just want to tire him down. Mike out here laughing. Not laughing at people. I'm like, oh, come on, y'all. Netflix was petty for that. Every time they handed yo, here, Mike. Here goes some video. <laughs> Mike, Mike got a chuckle. Mike out here chuckling at people. Andre said, so you don't think he did a bump? No comment. <laughs> See that? See how I did that? Now, in real life, do I think that Mike just walked in and was like, all these things happening? And it was like, oh, no, guys. No. <laughs> Not my Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, Mike went in there. Mike went in there. And he did something. It was one of those categories he done divulged in. Oh, yes. And Andre brought up about Isaiah Thomas. Now that now, now I'll say that they do they did come up with recent information about um about, you know, he said that, oh, he didn't have nothing to do with Isaiah. Yeah, you did. You did come up, you did have an issue with Isaiah, but I do understand he wasn't the only one. I mean, what can you do? But I don't think that Isaiah Thomas should have been off of the dream team. But they also said later on that if he said that if Isaiah would have played, he wouldn't have played. And they had John Stockton, so they good. All right. 
Um, but definitely every time they handed the tablet, go back and watch it again. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. Every time they handed that man a tablet, we got a whole new meme now. We got a whole new meme because of that. All right. Uh, and let's talk about <laughs> Mike made up problems for everybody. He made up problems. You could bump it to him. Oh, my bad, Mike. And the next thing you know, he said, and then it became personal. What? You don't even say nothing to Mike. You just give him a little head nod. And then it became personal. What? I didn't do nothing. Mike. Hey, Mike, do you want some uh, cheese on your pizza or pepperoni? And then it became personal. Every time it became personal. That was hilarious to watch. That was that was good. I love the cinematography on that. I love the story. I really do want to know what kind of cigars uh that Michael Jordan smoked. I, I smoke cigars, so I definitely want to try whichever one he has. And can I talk about the last thing? Family, like, bring it in, y'all. Bring it in. I'm bringing it into the. I'm bringing the microphone and the and uh the video that I'm showing this from. At no point, because I need to understand this. At no point in the history that Michael Jordan played could no one have told Michael Jordan, perhaps you should get a smaller or a lower cut on your pants. Michael Jordan had my pants on this entire time. He wore Shaq's pants or Hakeem Olajuwon's pants. I could not believe that Michael Jordan could never get a tailored suit do y'all see the fits, the outfits that they was wearing? Yo, Michael Jordan running around with a with a with a beret. Mike, if you don't, if you don't sit down, but right now he listening to it. Right now, guess what? Somebody right now handed him a tablet of this show. Right now, <laughs> somebody handed him. Uh, hey, Mike, and he looking at it. <laughs> and now my house just got foreclosed on because he just bought it. He just bought my house just now. All right, uh, but. I, I want to believe Illuminati is real because when I think about it, I, I imagine Illuminati coming to him saying, hey, we can make you the best player in the world, baby. You only got to do one thing. There's only one catch. Like, oh, what, my soul or something? Like, I give you my soul? Nah, you just got to wear ill-fitting pants every time. That's it. I know somebody right now handed him the tablet looking at the show. I'm sorry, Mike. I love you. I do. I, I love you. But those pants, you can stop buying boot cut pants, Mike. Stop. All right. That's it. That's it. For that. Mike out here wilding, man. Okay. Okay. But that was that was a great show. I really liked it. I could watch it again. Right? All right. But that man had so much motivation. And it worked. It did work. Lakia said. Uh, whatever you need to do to muster up that motivation, it worked. BJ Armstrong, BJ Armstrong getting pumped. <laughs> Yo, if y'all saw it, the scene where BJ Armstrong got pumped and, and shouted out at the <laughs> Mike wasn't even over there. He BJ Armstrong used to play for the Bulls, then he played for the Hornets, and they played him in the playoffs. And BJ Armstrong had a great game. And he he hit the game winning shot and looked at this, looked at the uh he looked over there at the other former players and yelled at him. 
They showed Mike that the next day on ESPN, and all you saw was y'all just do like this. I knew I knew it was gonna kill him. I knew it. So I, I loved it. I loved the relentlessness of it, and that and that just was another further nugget that really made me more motivated and doing things. So that was a really really great uh, series. I love that. I think that was the best one. They had a lot of thirty for thirties, but that one right there, I. I don't know, man. That that put a lot on me, so I really, really liked it. All right, cool. All right. Right. Lakia said he's on out. My man was like this. And then as soon as he saw it, you just did like, he wasn't even listening. Remember when, hey, guys, remember when he was swinging the bat and smoking a cigar with his shoes on? Yo, what is happening here? You can't, you know somebody probably was like, hey, uh, excuse me, Mr. Jordan, you can't smoke in here. And you know what somebody did. And then it became personal. That was it. He scored 50 on, on one of the people. Oh, hold up. Before I move on. When Dennis Rotman, when he didn't want to be interviewed and they ran him out the back door, <laughs> the cameraman, please go back and watch it, guys. The cameraman running up the steps. First off, the cameraman had a whole generator on his back doing like this, trying to run up the steps. Now, if you don't know, Dennis Rodman is like 6'10". He's flying up the steps. And this whole cameraman had a whole train. He had a whole Optimus Prime on his back. <laughs> Yo, that was such a great... I, I'm going to watch it again. So if y'all ain't watch it, y'all let me know. We can all watch it again. All right? It was great. It was great. Okay. All right. Now let's get to the entree of the evening. All right? The future of child support. Now, I know you guys saw the front of the, the show flyer for this evening. It had future on it. Yep. And, and, and what triggered me to have this show was, you know, of course, we just recently saw where a judge has ordered future to pay $53,000 in child support. Um, so I just thought about child support. All right, so let's just have a discussion about child support. So right now, I know some people probably didn't want to talk, hear about the Jordan, uh, the show, or hear about versus, but share this right now so we can all have a conversation. So hit that share button so we can talk, we can talk about this. All right, so with the entree of the night, episode 16, the future of child support here on the C-Plan Do Show, with me, Gary O'Neill Jr., let's talk about it, man. All right, first things first, let me preface this section by saying... I am not opposed to child support. I'm not. I think that there should be a realm of child support. And I think that child support should be utilized when things are not going correctly. Right. But as a man, I'm going to be 100% transparent as a man that's on child support right now. I hate it. I hate it. I despise child and to be honest, I don't even pay a lot. The amount of that I pay for child support could have got it anyway. So I despise the idea of child support because of a couple of things. And let's have a conversation. Okay. You know, I may not be right. You may not be wrong, but let's just have a conversation about it. But I'm on child support. And I see how the system is broken. The system is not beneficial for people. If you really think about it, it's some women or some men, you know, it's some parties that, 
you know, they don't even go seek out child support because I, 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 child support has had its issues. So let me take you there first. Let's go over the beginning of child support. So it officially launched in 1975, which the, the government established Section 4D of the Social Security Act. The no fault divorce had recently been passed and there was a rapid increase in divorce. Okay. In 1975, this system would try to ensure that after a divorce, we would try to replicate what the household looked like prior to divorce with regards to the child's well-being. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. Right? So in 1975, what they wanted to do was they wanted to continue to, the father would continue to provide income to the child. And the mother and the mother normally would get the child following a divorce in terms of physical custody, and she would use the resources from the father. All right, cool. So that is how child support got started. All right. Here are some of the issues that I have with child support. And on and, and guess what? Whatever if you are for child support, you're against it, post it here. You're in a safe space. I want you to be able to voice how you feel. Okay. So Andre just said it does not, it's not beneficial for men at all. Okay. That's what that man wanted to say. Sharon said, I despise the idea of a court system that does not, that doesn't benefit black families or communities. Okay. That's how she feels. Okay. All right. So I believe that child support should be utilized when one party is not providing for the betterment of the child. So to me, child support should only be instituted if one, you guys can't have a communi- can't, can't have a conversation. You guys can't converse about what to do for the well-being of the child. All right? I believe that that should be when you can use it to do that. All right, when that's when child support can be utilized. I also believe that it should be utilized when one parent is not providing financially. You know, let's have that conversation in the beginning, okay? When one parent is not providing financially as well as, uh, let's say, emotionally. You know, if one parent, like, let's say that you have a child and it's not to, you know, if you only get your child on the weekend because of your schedule, that's one thing. But I know plenty of people who they are the sole providers of their children. And the other party, because it's been men and women, that they have used it or they haven't done anything for it. So you got one parent paying all the bills, all of the things never getting a break themselves, never doing anything. And so if you have that scenario and, and the other parent doesn't want to pay or doesn't want to have joint custody, then I believe that's when child support should happen. All right. If one parent has full custody, then I think that's what should happen. All right. So, uh, Andre also said, yeah, and not used as a threat when you have moved on. That's facts too. Okay. That is facts. All right. But I do believe 
that when a when a when a relationship ends, that that's when we should be looking at the betterment of a child. So we can't be having a situation where people are using it to be vindictive. Now, I'm going to be transparent. I don't believe that I, me, Gary O'Neill Jr. should have ever been placed on child support. And I'm going to be transparent because I want us to be transparent and I'm going to be the first person to do that is that I get my children the equal amount of time. I pay all of the things the same way she pays. So when we went through our divorce, and it's just me being transparent because I want to bring it to you guys. When we went through the process of divorce and we talked about child support, I thought, to be honest, that the system would protect me. This is what the state did. They got the paper. They said, here, here's a tablet. And it didn't benefit me. That here I am. Now, I don't get trophies. I'm, I, You know, me and their mother are in a wonderful space. We're great. But the fact that the state supported her and putting me on child support, I felt was wrong. I'm not saying that a person can't say, you know what, I'm putting you on child support. But I felt like the state, the government, should have said, well, Gary's taking care of all these things. Why would he need to pay child support? And that's what I feel like that should have happened. And that's where I feel like the system has failed people because of that. Okay. All right. Um, Candace says she's neutral because I, she doesn't have children, but I've seen it be beneficial to relationships that have ended where the ex husband or father abandoned home. And I agree. I agree. Candace in the event that you have somebody abandon the family, child support should happen. One parent is taking care of all the bills Focusing on everything, child support. One parent is not meeting the obligations and not meeting the agreements that maybe the two parties have met, child support. See, child support should be used as a fail-safe when somebody is not doing what they're supposed to do. And we've seen it more times than most that child support has been used as a threatening tool, as a come-up, all right, and as a as an item for people to be vindictive. That's just my feeling. Now I, now a lot of my friends who might've experienced issues with child support, or let's say that one party is not taking care of their business. I will tell them, yo, put that person on child support. You shouldn't be paying all the bills yourself. That's when you should use it, but not me. And not like a lot of people I know that are paying we're in here. See, people want to make it that dead big, that deadbeat dad thing is a. It, I'm not here to say it's not real, but it is plenty of fathers, plenty of mothers take care of their kids, and I should not have to pay when I'm paying everything else. When I'm doing my part, I'm doing my part, and I and I'm ready. We're going to court. I got my papers. Here you go. And you know what they did? They just typed it into a, a system, a computer. And, and it told me, hey, you should pay this. Why? And the mediator said, well, that's just the system. And that's how it goes. What? Why am I paying anything? Why is a person that is doing their job, why are they paying anything? That's a problem to me. So I feel like the system is very outdated 
because it implied that the nuclear family has been the same since the 50s or 70, not the 50s, but 1975. We have totally different scenarios. So again, I do believe that there should be an entity of child support, but it should be the last resort. When If one person just blows it off and says, hey, baby, I ain't doing it. Hey, put your mouth on the phone. Tell I ain't coming back no more. That person should be put on child support. <laughs> okay? So, that's my first bullet. All right? Uh, Andre has said, hey, they don't take into consideration that you have more other, other children. I agree. Sharon says, you made more money. Now, what's the incentive? And let's not use me. What is the incentive for one party that's getting money from another party based upon the differences or discrepancy of money of, of their salary? What is the incentive for the other person to make more money? Just think about that. If one person can just chill and say, oh, I'm good. Amen. And the other person has to pay as, 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 as to bridge the gap. Where is the where where is the the fairness? Where's the fairness? That's my issue. And, and again, I'm for child support. When it's used as a fail safe, when it's used correctly. All right. All right. Shishel. Uh, hey, Shishel. Shishel says the system is not built to protect fathers that are actively involved in supporting their children's their children financially and physically. You're absolutely right. Because if I'm doing everything I could do, if somebody could come along or any person, let's not say just men, right? Men or women, men or women. If a, if a person can someone say, say, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna put you on child support just cause I feel like it, just cause I have an opportunity to the state should say, what are you talking about? He, this person is doing what they're supposed to do. And that's it. But the fact that that's not a thing, the fact that if you make less than me, that I have to pay to bridge the gap. Where at not that you should get a better job, that I should pay to bridge the gap. I have a problem with that. And and, and but there are other things. I don't want it to be like, oh, you know, this is an issue. But I, I feel like that particular thing is an issue. Okay. I don't feel like the system is ultimately designed to help our children. Okay. I don't feel like it's designed to help. It's just there to take money. All right. So Lakia says in reference to the, you know, the idea of taking care of the fathers of the kids, she says, I don't think it should be a factor in for a child's needs. The child still needs things and it should be less. It shouldn't be lessened because uh, he decided to have a plethora of children. Okay. He should find other ways to support what he created. I absolutely agree. And that's why I put future on the front of this, of this whole show, the future of child support episode 16, because there are things that should be revamped. So really, I just feel like child support should be revamped. But ultimately, we have a bigger issue about people just creating children and not enriching in the support of these children. See how I did child support? A little double entendre. See that? Child support, not just child support, meaning the government is making you pay, but supporting of these children is also a huge issue right now. All right? So let's talk about future. So future the rapper... Right. If you don't know who he is, uh, 
he he makes a lot. He's a rapper. He makes a lot of money. He's had a lot of children. And so this, so the most recent child, the judge is ordering him to pay $53,000. Now in my mind, I would like to see the breakdown of why this man is having to pay $53,000. But I know why it's because he makes $20 million roughly a year. And this person does not. And I just feel like, so why should he now fund to me? And it's just my opinion. Why should he have to fund all of that? I just feel like that shouldn't happen. Now, should he pay? Should it be something where he pays for medical and dental and all those things? Sure. Why not? He should do that. But the fact that he has to pay her 53 grand. Why is that not? a? That might be considered a come up for people. Because here's my issue, y'all. Why would she want to have a child with a person that looks like he doesn't take care of his other kids? Now, that's a whole that could possibly be another. That might be episode like 22 or something like that. But he has she has decided to have it. Well, they both let me not put it on her. They have engaged in adult behavior. Whatever protection, if they protected or not, didn't work. And guess what? They had a baby. Now, I just have an issue with that. I just have an issue that now a person let's just get rewarded $53,000. That's that's a lot of money. And this person, so we're, we're looking, again, it's about the money. And I just don't think, how does that benefit that person? The child should be taken care of. All of those things need to be met. But now just to award somebody 53 grand is a lot to me. So now she out here getting paid. So... You know, but all in reference to future, I, 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 my next point is that, uh, there should be, they, they should, what they should do as far as an overhaul of the child support process is that initially what should happen is a, an agreement about child support in the event that a person is not together anymore, or in the event that a person, you know, let's say that you're, you're that per, you and this per, other person are married you know, y'all not together. There should be a, there should be an issue. So Lakia says she only asked for a couple hundred dollars. He said, no, she took him to court. The judge awarded the money. So what he, what, what future really said was that I should only pay $450. Now future, if he did all these things, you know, and I, and I try to look for the article in reference to where he said that, but I didn't see the article where he, where he said no, but ultimately when she took it to court, I mean, if y'all here having, having sex like that, that's a problem. So Shashelle says he is paying that much because he's a millionaire. His child should have the benefit of that lifestyle to include a great neighborhood, private school, etc. So my question to you is, shouldn't that happen on his terms when he's with the child? What about her? I, I, I guess that's an issue. But yeah, I would have... <laughs> Lakia says, I bet he would accept that offer. Yeah, I would have said 500. Deal. Hand me the tablet. Okay. Deal. All right. Um, but I, I get it. But I just, I just, the idea that, you know, at times, you know, let's, let's talk about future. That's reckless, man. Like, and it's not, yeah, he makes a lot of money, but it's reckless that 
we've obviously seen it documented where now you are out here and you're not taking care of your kids. You're not taking care of your kids. You're being reckless. You're having children. You're not supporting them, right, from what we've seen. Now, hopefully, I'm, I'm prayerful that this man gets himself together and understand that he done created this culture. He done created this community of children that are his. You know, and so deadbeat dads, deadbeat moms, we need to, they gotta, it gotta be more, okay? So for me, what I'd like to see is, you know, initially the, the, the agreement or conversation about jointly caring for the children, even though the parents are not married to each other. And then let's work out a system that seems to be fair in both, right? So I, I would like to see that, okay, maybe future, what he should have probably did is say, all right, I'll take care of the dental and medical and all those things. I can tell you now, dental and medical is not 53,000, all right? Um, and so he should have just said, hey, he should have did that. Now, <laughs> I see the comment, he needs to have a vasectomy. Yeah, I, I I mean, I guess he can afford to pay for them, but the idea of child support, where is the support of these children? And so, just stop having kids, bro. That's what I was saying. Get this cable cut off. Shout out to people who had a vasectomy, all right? Vasectomy gang gang. Gang gang! We in here, okay? All right, if I deal with somebody and they have kids... And they say, hey, I'm Gary, I'm pregnant. I'm going to need half of the, the C Plan Do show. I'm going to give them some binoculars so they can go find the person who got them pregnant. Because it wasn't me, man. Okay? So you can bump, bump, bump out of here. All right? So I would like to have seen that joint conversation. Okay? And again, even though they're not married, let's talk about it. So there should be a conversation about it. But unfortunately, like we've all seen, people be having these feelings and they let the feelings resonate with the children. And that's horrible. Where's the future of the support of our children? Right. So now you and I'm, and I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it as well, where there have been instances on Facebook or social media where a person is not allowed to see their children. Now, let me now I'm going to pose this question to you guys. You guys can let me know. If a person, let's say you have one party that's not able to afford child support, should that person be denied visitations and being able to see their children? You can let me know in the comments. All right. Now, I've seen what some people have said already. All right. But while you guys are thinking about that, um, that it should be more of a better system. And I just, you know, child support just wants to get money. Doesn't matter. Hey, I'm taking care of my kids. Hey, I'm paying. I'm getting my kids 50% of the time. Hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. No, you still got to pay, bro. What? And, and, and to be honest, that right there, let's say you have a person who has to pay that. Now, it should not. Let me pre Let me say it should not. Because I don't even have a problem. I'm like, all right, I pay, I pay. It's not a big deal. Right? But it should not create hostility with a parent not seeing a child. If you got to pay, you got to pay. All right. It's enough that you can do outside of getting a good lawyer, maybe fighting it. I don't know. Right. But ultimately, it should be an opportunity where someone is, um, you know, that you're taking care of business. All right. So 
I would like to see that, you know, child support should, child support should be used at, as a last resort that should be used if one party is not willing to negotiate, not negotiate. I want to negotiate, but I want to say have this conversation, okay? That it shouldn't just be utilized openly. Have you done this? When you go through a divorce, for some of you guys who have went through it, you already know you can't even file divorce the next day. You have to, they have, there are parameters before you can file for a divorce. One of the first things is, hey, have y'all been divorced for a year? Have y'all been separated for a year? I understand that in turn that we should also equally make it for child support. Have you guys went to mediation? All right. Have you went to mediation? Have you guys sat with a mediator? Have we discussed it? Has this happened? No. Yes. Let's say that one parent says, I'm not going to mediation. All right. Dress it up and make it real for me. Then he should pay. Then that person should pay child, should pay child support. Okay. Um, I, and these are just my feelings. Hey, I'm not the expert. I'm just one man. And, and guess what? My opinion is my opinion. The same way your opinion is your opinion. You might say, you know what? Child support is good. Keep it going. Great. Okay. We just won't have children together. All right. And, and unfortunately, you know, the system allows, uh, you know, it, it, now you have people ducking out and getting paid under the table. Um, they're ducking out, they're getting paid underneath the table. So that way they don't have to say child support. That's wrong too. All right. But again, my thought process is child support should be utilized as a last resort. When one, one particular person is not willing to agree and work together with another person. When they, when they're not willing to have a conversation with you, they're not willing to work it out. They're not willing to discuss who's going to pay what. And they just saying, you know what? Mask off, mask on. I'm out of here. Guess what? All right, cool. Then they don't have to, then, then that's when child support should be utilized. Not just off top. And I also feel like, and you guys can let me know how you feel. I feel like there's too much emphasis on penalizing a person that may not be able to afford or has not paid child support. And not enough emphasis on creating wellness in the home. Because I'm pretty sure some of you guys that are listening right now, that are watching this on YouTube, that are looking at this on Facebook. If you are in, in a situation where you have one party, let's say you have children and you have one party who's doing everything and another party just sitting back, going on vacations, doing whatever. If you said, if I said to you, what would you rather have? The person being influential or being a role in their life, or would you rather have the money? Most people are going to say they want the wellness and the support, which is why the future of child support is not just about the government making you pay money. It is about the support of the children. Because you got to think if, if the, they're not together, the family's not together, you got a divorce, that's causing problems. Right? They already have to go through a tough time. And now you got one parent, you got to go through the the you know the vicious viciousness of child support. I don't like child support because I don't like the government telling me what I have to do on things that I already was doing. And it's not just me, it's plenty of other people who, if you look at it, They'll tell you, I know people personally that are good guys, that are good ladies, and they have to pay child support. Now, more men than ladies, 
but they are good guys that are taking care of their business, taking care of their home, seeing their children, doing everything for their children. But because one parent makes more than the other, they got to pay. And I just feel like that's wrong because what's the incentive of that parent? Maybe that other parent should get a better job. Let me see the tablet. Let me see the tablet. Oh, it says you should get a better job. That's how I feel, right? But I do feel like that one of the, the, the hugest issues about child support is too much emphasis on penalizing and not enough on creating wellness in the house. What about therapy? What about mediation? Okay, what about other child support services that are not welfare? All right, what if one parent is struggling to make money. Can we help that parent? Or do we just say, hey, you don't make money. You don't make money. But we're still going to say you owe money. So that's just my thoughts. And I love what you guys are thinking because guess what? It is a touchy subject. Child support and child support, not just now child support, meaning the government is making you have to pay, is a touchy subject to people. It is touchy. Definitely. It's to very, very touchy. Um, but ultimately, you know, when we when I think about somebody like a future, because he's not the only person who has done this, because I'm pretty sure we know futures that are not celebrities. Having these children and not taking care of the children, we have to do a better job. We have to do a better job with that. OK, we have to be able to do a better job. All right. Sharon says, well, getting a better job isn't that easy either. So if you have a doctoral and they don't, I mean, you're right. But imagine if you got paid more than the other person. Would you want to see them try or should it just be, well, you know what? I make more money than you and that's good. Because it, it's not the same and I'm not trying to make it a reach, but everybody had an issue when Mary J. Blige's husband wanted money versus if this was the other way around. It wouldn't have been that much smoke if Mary J., if this was the other way around and her husband was a famous singer and they got a divorce and we can went from there. But let me check the tablet. Okay. Tablet says I'm good. So, but you know what? I, 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 in reference to child support, I would just like to see them update child support and update the mentality of child support. Child support should be used. Child support should be used as a last resort. And that's my feelings. As a last resort, if one parent is not meeting the requirements, not willing to talk about it, they like, you know what? I don't care. Don't talk to me. We can't mediate. Then yeah, that's what you should use it. But I don't think it should be, but you, we unfortunately have seen some people use it as a come up. Now, that's when people have to protect themselves. So they get pregnant. Now, that, that's two people that's involved. You know, it's a problem. And so we go from there. Uh, and now we have a Czech baby. I've seen that in the news recently. A Czech baby. So we just got to do better as far as child support. Because now I'm thinking about you have all these children. And hopefully that man is taking, hopefully that man or woman Hopefully we're, 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 we're doing more than just focusing on the financial aspect of the support of our children. All right. So hopefully one day we have a re, you know, I don't, again, I don't think it should be removed, 
But hopefully we have an institute where we automatically should come in. There's 50-50 right down the middle. And that's the issue I have is that it's not 50-50. We should come at it with 50-50 down the middle, a conversation. And from that conversation, who is willing to do what? Because even, you know, let's say that, you know, their mom and I, we have great time as far as sharing, sharing time. But what if she had a job or what if somebody, one of the parties had a job where they can't fully watch, they can't get the kids every day because they have to work. That shouldn't be factored in. So if you ever see like the child support papers, look at what they're looking at. So, you know, that's, that's my thought. So hopefully they'll be able to do that. You know, 53K is a lot, man, that's a lot of money, but also that's on that man. That's the unfortunate thing is that, you know, we got to stop just thinking that we can just throw money at these situations. Now, if, if the story is true where she wanted 450, I think when I read it, it was like he was talking about 450. But if he got to pay 53,000, 53,000 a month, that's to meet the lifestyle that he has. That's not the lifestyle that she has. And I guess I always have an issue with that. His lifestyle is his lifestyle. Her lifestyle is her lifestyle. That money is going to equal the the bet, you know, equal the playing field, I guess. Where her raps at? Where her lyrics at? Where her lyrics, she better get she an Instagram model. She better get a real modeling gig now. Something. But that's that is my views on it. You know, hey, I don't know everything. Not all the time. All right. But that was a really great discussion, guys. You know, I really, really enjoyed your thoughts, how you felt about this. You can always go back and talk about this. This was really good. So that, hey, guess what? That is the end of this episode. As always, man, you can catch this. You can catch each and every show here at Tuesday at 7 p.m. Right here on the C Plan Do Show. Right here on the, fa- the Facebook page. You can check out. Also, you can check them out on YouTube. You can look at all the different opportunities that I have in my link and check also more information for additional content. If you are looking to promote your goods, your services, your events, your books, guess what? Reach out to me for sponsorship packages. I I offer three each and every episode, three just for you. If you want to be on the show, let me know. Just make sure you have that fire content because you know we have that fire content. Last but certainly not least, Thank you for listening to this episode. Whether this is your first episode you're listening to or you've listened to all of the episodes, you are the best part of the show. Let me get my tablet. Oh, it says you're the best part of the show. Okay? Thank you for checking out this show, this episode, and share this episode and subscribe. Okay? Catch me next week for another jam-packed, another jam-packed episode. Hey, Gary, what is it jam with? The Vibes. All right, until we see each other again and until we talk again, until we share those same, those beautiful, beautiful, special moments again. Currently, right now, stay safe, stay special, stay out of the way. And always remember to see, plan, and do. Good night, everybody. Grab your tablets.